would die. And that's all I got to say about that. And then one day, Lieutenant Dan calls me and says he's going to quit on account of he's made enough money anyhow. And then one day, I got a letter from the Internal Revenue Service. Says I ain't paid my business taxes and they is fixing to shut me down and take all the boats and buildings and all. And when I went over there to see what was going on, lo and behold, ain't nothing going on. All the buildings are about empty and weeds is growing up around the place. And they have done pulled out all the phones and turned the electricity off. And the sheriff has nailed up a paper on the front door saying we are under foreclosure. Bubba's daddy told me the story. While I was asking around in New Orleans, good old Lieutenant Dan had took Sue, my friend who was an ape, on a orangutan to be exact, and gone back over to Bayou Le Batre to help out with some problems running the shrimp business. The problems was that we was running out of shrimp to catch. It seems that everybody in the whole world wanted shrimp, but there are just so many shrimp to go around, and after a few years, we wasn't catching half what we had when we started, and in fact, the whole shrimp industry was in a panic. Bubba's daddy didn't know exactly what happened next, but whatever it was, things went from bad to worse. First, Mr. Tribbledung quit. Then Lieutenant Dan quit. Bubba's daddy says he saw him driving off in a big limousine with a lady wearing spike-heeled shoes and a blonde beetle wig, and Dan was waving two big champagne bottles out the window. Then everybody else left to count of they not getting paid, and finally the only one left to answer the phones was old Sue. And when the phone company pulled out the phones, Sue left too. Guess he figured he wasn't being useful no more. Anyhow, wasn't nothing to do about it now. Let him have it then. That night, I sat there on one of our docks. Big old half moon out over the Mississippi Sound come up and sort of hung over the water. I was thinking that this wouldn't have happened if Mama had have been here. And also, I was thinking about Jenny Curran or whoever she was now, with little Forrest, who is actually my son. And I had promised her my share of the shrimp business, so his little Forrest would have some money to fall back on if he ever needed it. So what am I going to do? I am ruined. Broke. And that's okay when you are young and don't have no responsibilities. But hell, here I am more than thirty years old now, and I wanted to do something good for little Forrest. And what has happened? I have made a mess of it again. It is the story of my life. I caught the first bus back to New Orleans just in time to start sweeping up in the strip joint. A day or so later, old Snake dropped by Wanda's about closing time. His hand was all bandaged up and in a splint from getting it sprained on my head, but he had something else on his mind. Gump, let me get this straight. After all the shit you have done in life, you are now the clean-up man in a dive like this? Are you crazy? Let me ask you something. You still run as fast as you did in college? I don't know, Snake, I said. I ain't had much practice. Well, let me tell you something, he says. I don't know if you know it, but I am the quarterback for the New Orleans Saints. And as you might have heard, we ain't doing so good lately. Like we is 0-8 so far, and everybody's calling us the Aints. Now listen here. We gotta have some kind of trick against the Giants on Sunday, and I think you might just be it. It won't take much, just one or two plays. That's all you'll have to practice. You do okay, you might make a career for yourself. Snake begun scribbling on a bar napkin. Look, here's the address of the practice field. Be there tomorrow at one sharp. Show them this note and tell them to bring you to me. 
After he left, I stuck the napkin in my pocket and went back to cleaning up the place, and that night when I went home, I laid up in bed till dawn thinking about what Snake had said. Maybe he was right. Anyhow, might not hurt to try. I remembered those times back at the University of Alabama all them years ago, and Coach Bryant and Curtis and Bubba and the guys. And when I did, I got kind of misty-eyed, account of they were some of the best times of my life, when that crowd was roaring and yelling, and we almost always won all our games. Anyhow, I got dressed and gone out and got some breakfast, and by one o'clock I had arrived on my bicycle at the New Orleans Saints practice field. When I shown the guard at the gate Snake's napkin, he looks at me kind of disgusted-like and goes off through a door. A few minutes later, he comes back shaking his head, and he takes me back to the locker room. Now, I have seen some big fellers in...